Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Conscious Talk is brought to you in part by Essential Formulas, distributors of Dr. O'Hara's and Reg Active, now available online as well as in fine health stores. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us here today on Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. And, you know, when we say radio that makes a difference, what we really mean by that is Rob and I are hosting this show to make a difference in our own lives, your lives, the life of animals, the environment, all of it. We cover it all. And I want to remind you, as um, I pertain to animals, we are still doing the GoFundMe for Winnie. We're about a little over a third of the way there. We need your help with this. She has to have this surgery. And we need to get this surgery done before the weather gets too hot. Because when it does, the flies gather. And this is a very specific area where this surgery is being done that is very hard to get to. Flies can get in there and lay eggs and get infected in that area. And she could get very sick and even die. So we really need your help, folks. If you've donated we thank you from the bottom of our hearts if you haven't and you feel in your heart to give even if it's only five dollars we really truly appreciate it and all that info is up on our facebook page just go to our homepage, conscioustalk.net click on the f icon and just space down and you will find it well hey um you know we're always talking about organizations that support this uh, effort that we've been talking about for years to help the planet and one of those is organicconsumers.org and this is apropos of today's show, you'll find out. It, you know that switching to organic and pasture-based agriculture is what we need to do to feed the world and cool the planet. Uh, because healthy soil can both provide abundant food and also draw down and sequester carbon. Big motion in this state. Um, but do your members of Congress know this? Well, mm-hmm. folks, get in touch with them. Let them know. Get the information you need from organic consumers Dot org. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just asking that we all now really pay attention. We really sit up and we really take action. The time is to do it now. And again, we thank you for the actions you take. And we'll be right back. Welcome to Conscious Talk. Radio that makes a difference. Well, coming up this hour on Conscious Talk. So, you know, rural America has been struggling for decades. And so has the quality of our food supply. Today's guest, Bob Quinn, has proven that a green economy approach may be just the answer to rural jobs and reviving the nutritional value of our food. He's the author of Grain by Grain, a quest to revive ancient wheat, rural jobs, and healthy food. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. Thank you, Benny, and welcome, folks, to another hour of Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. And yes, we are. We're making a difference again here today because we bring to you the very best people that we know of, people that are making a positive difference in their lives and the lives of others, people that are learning, growing, they're waking up, coming on the show, teaching all of us. And on this show, we learn and grow together one listener at a time. And that listener, it's you. And as I like to remind you, this is not a TED Talk. This is our life. That's right. (laughs) Well, our our special guest today is Bob Quinn. He's a leading green businessman with successful ventures in both organic agriculture and renewable energy. He was raised on a 2,400-acre wheat and cattle ranch in Montana, um, but he earned his Ph.D. in plant biochemistry at UC Davis before coming home to farm in 1978. What's important to to us and and to the book we're going to be talking about is in 1986, he planted his first organic crop. And by 1989, in just three years, he had converted his entire farm. Uh, He wrote a wonderful book, uh, very informative for all of us. It's called Grain by Grain, A Quest to Revive Ancient Wheat, Rural Jobs, and Healthy Food. Uh, Bob? 
welcome to Conscious Talk. Thanks. Thanks, Rob. It's great to be here. Well, it's really great to have you, and as one farm girl to another farmer, (laughs) (laughs) hey, I I salute you for converting over from a conventional farming to organic farming, and it was it was just brilliant of you to do that. And I think my first question for you, Bob, is we know, we know, and I know having grown up on a farm, and my dad did all conventional farming, uh, spraying and all the things that they do, we know that organic farming is much more productive than conventional farming. We know that the soil is able to capture the carbon. It's so much better why is it so difficult to get farmers to tr- um, to turn over from conventional to organic? Well, Brenda, I think that's a really excellent question. I really um, didn't imagine we would convert a whole farm until I started, and I saw the success. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about it's much more productive, you know we don't see that in yields if that's the only thing we're looking at. The productivity comes um, in much more subtle ways in soil uh, regeneration and revitalization and and the tilth of the soil returning and that sort of stuff. The mm-hmm. yields that we have seen is about the same as county averages. So if you just look at that one parameter, it's not so impressive. But when you look at the quality of food coming off of those fields, that starts to um, add to the picture in a very significant way. I think that the, the biggest hurdle we have for conversion is probably – um, the unknown. There's so many farmers that don't know where to start and are afraid to um, go into the unknown. Some of them are right against the wall financially, and they can't afford um, to rock the boat, as it were, and they, they're worried about the conversion time where there might be a little drop in, in income or um, as they convert, and they don't yet have the advantage of organic um, uh, additional organic uh, prices uh, while they're converting and yet are not uh, receiving some reduction in yield while their soils are still being built up. So I think that's one of the big challenges. We don't have um, a cadre of county extension agents well-trained in organic um, uh, systems that can help, nor do we have um, a cadre of other advisors standing by to help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you know, it's really interesting because we found the same thing in just looking at the health industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we become as an economy and and uh, as an extension, as uh, organizations and individuals, we become entrained to the system that we organize around. And, you know, we're... We're of a similar generation. We all grew up in the better living through chemistry revolution in this country. And in your case, I guess it's better farming through chemistry. So um, tell us uh, tell us about your early days as a conventional farmer and and what uh, your your little experiment that sent you toward organics. Well, you know, when you talk about, let me say one thing before I start on that um uh, answer. I, uh, whenever I hear people mention conventional agriculture, you know, to me, conventional agriculture is what we've been doing for 10,000 years. Mm-hmm. And that looks more like organic than, than anything, uh, than the chemical experiment that we've been on during the last um, what, 70 years. Um, that, has, that is unconventional. Um, this is a very big experiment we're in the middle of, and um, we're starting to see now that there are quite a few problems uh, starting to pop up with this experiment, uh, nonetheless of which are uh, resistant weeds to chemicals, requiring more chemicals to be applied, uh, chemical um, pollutions of our waters, our soils, our air. We even have glyphosate in our rainwater. Um, And then, of course, the health uh, connections to this chemical experiment, which are starting now to rear its ugly head. And, And we're starting to understand that much of the expense of chronic disease is really tied to uh, this cheap food and chemical experiment that we're on. Mm-hmm. But when I was being raised, when I was raised in the 50s and 60s, this is the, was like the brand new frontier. And um, we didn't think of it, we thought of it a little bit as an experiment because in the beginning it was. And my father did a lot of experimentation, especially with fertilizers, because it wasn't so obvious that they were um, that great of an addition in the beginning as our soils hadn't really uh, completely given out or worn out at that point. Um, having not been farmed so many years since the prairie sod was broken in the 
early part of the homestead era before the 20s. But um, as we continued to experiment, we did see a, an immediate um, uh, reduction of weeds. Um, now that's um, being reversed a little bit after 50 years of, um, of applying uh, herbicides. But uh, we did see that, and that was certainly a, excite, uh, a reason for uh, cheer and excitement because weeds had plagued the prairies for sure. And without um, farmers using rotations and other uh, means to um, discourage and to reduce those weeds, they were really rampant and really a problem. Mm. And, you know, growing up on a farm, uh, Bob, where my dad, all, all the farmers around there sprayed for all their weeds, a lot of herbicides were used, etc. I was sick a lot when I was young, and, uh, and, I, and then later on developed uh, cancer. Uh, mm. First cervical cancer, then breast cancer, and mm. a big a big part of it wasn't necessarily the herb you know herbicides that were being used, but the chemicals definitely had an effect on me. Or I don't believe I would have been sick as much as a kid. I got sick every time they sprayed, is uh. when I would get sick almost every single time, like clockwork. And well, I would uh, and say I that's a very big sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a very, very big connection. sign. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And and I was very sensitive to those chemicals. Now, most people around there, maybe their bodies adjusted and got used to it. I, I don't know, because a lot of people didn't have those reactions, but I was one that certainly did. And I realized how harmful all these chemicals are. Not only were we breathing it in the air, but like you said, now it's in our rainwater, it's in our water, and it's certainly in our food. And we wonder yes. why we have high rates of cancer, et cetera. Well, we're eating a lot of those chemicals. Yes. And so, I, I look at it, those who are more sensitive are like the canary in the mine. Yes. And uh, we ought to be paying attention to that, even though uh, maybe the majority uh, don't feel it or don't um, sense it or make a connection with their health and, and the chemical exposure. Um, those that do are certainly an indicator that those of us that don't um, probably are affected more than we realize. Mm-hmm. And, and they're giving us time to get things adjusted and get it fixed before we're all sick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a big part of your uh, story in your book, Grain by Grain, uh, is the story of uh, gluten intolerance. That that's one of the things that's obviously been showing up talk about canaries in the mind, and, and now gluten-free products have become one of the greatest marketing successes or, or movements in the, quote, natural uh, uh, product uh, industry of recent years and, and now in the industry in general. So when it comes to our food, um, we need to understand what gluten intolerance is all about and where it starts, which is a, at the level of the grain. So when we come back, um, I, I want you to talk to us about that, to explain um, just what is this gluten thing and what can we do about it. You're listening to Conscious Talk. We'll be back after these messages. Got indigestion, gas, bloating? Your symptoms could be caused by an imbalance of the good versus bad bacteria in your intestinal tract. Stress, fast food, x-rays, antibiotics, they are all a part of modern life. They can decrease your good intestinal bacteria, leading to a rise of bad bacteria and then digestive distress. Make 2019 the year you tackle your digestive concerns head on. Rebuild your good intestinal bacteria with Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics, a worldwide leader in probiotic health for over 30 years. Taken daily, Dr. O'Hara's will help improve your digestive well-being. And for sudden upper digestive distress, chew a capsule or two. The enzymes and postbiotic metabolites only found in Dr. O'Hara's probiotics will help you feel better. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and other fine natural health retailers nationwide. Also available online. Get your digestion under control today. For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut or how many protein meals you eat. The shocking truth is, it's not your fault. Science discovered that the alkalizing mineral salts our bodies need are no longer found in our food. 
due to our depleted soils, which causes acid buildup in the body and a condition called metabolic acidosis. When you are too acidic, fat forms to protect your body. Thus, your diet actually leads to that dreaded bounce back in weight. What you need is Power pH with BioPH, the most powerful alkalizing ingredient ever developed. The amazing effect of BioPH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven PowerPH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. More than a conversation. Conscious Talk Radio. Would you like to have a better flow of money in your life? Or would you like more inspiration and creative ideas? How about having your body return to its natural, healthy size and condition? Why not travel to the realm of the masters? You can do all of these while enjoying a relaxing, powerful, guided, meditative journey designed and led by me, Krista Gibson, publisher of New Spirit Journal. Guided meditative journeys can be a very powerful and effective way to improve your life. While you relax for about 20 minutes, you're led through an adventure in consciousness where you use your imagination and feelings to experience a greater connection to the answers you seek. Sometimes you meet and hear from guides or angels while listening to waves, a stream, or rain and thunder. Available as immediate MP3 downloads to your computer, these journeys could be your next step. Visit anoasisforyoursoul.com. That's anoasisforyoursoul.com. Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need clear saline nasal spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone, making clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands, why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol. Available at Walmart, CVS, Whole Foods, Rite Aid, and everywhere else. Or clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R dot com. Now go wash your nose. Self-help, healing, spirituality, and more on Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And hey, um, you're going to hear a lot of things today that you're going to want to follow up on. And just remember this, every guest has a guest page and uh, their show will be archived there. There's a play button and information on them and their books and how to get them simply by clicking on the book. It'll take you right to Amazon uh, and you can pick it up that way. Well, um, today we're here with Bob Quinn. He wrote a great book and I highly recommend it. It was he co it's co-authored with Liz Carlisle. And it's called Grain by Grain. It's a quest to revive ancient wheat, rural jobs, and healthy food. Uh, something you may want to send a copy of to uh, to your Congress person. Yes. You know, make sure your representative gets one of these and their staff reads it because the staff is where all the work gets done anyway. But um, Bob, I was asking you about you know gluten and and this huge now gluten free industry. So you're a wheat guy. Um, explain. <clears throat> what gluten is and how did we get yeah. how did our bodies get so intolerant of the gluten that's out there today well that's really a good question and and to start to answer it you know that with wheat sensitivities i speak of not uh, only gluten but wheat sensitivities in general and it's more than just gluten but gluten is certainly a prime player and it's affected in three different areas in my mind uh, first of all how the wheat is grown in the first place how it has an effect of how the plant and the, and the gluten develops and how the nutrition of the plant develops, how the, how the grain is processed, how it's baked. So that certainly has another plays a huge role in uh, the final product and, and its effect on our body. And, of course, in, in the case of gluten, the, um, the, uh, the plant um, breeding programs have changed enormously the wheat plant. 
building mm-hmm. uh, by reducing um, its susceptibility to disease and even insects, and also its response to um, heavy applications of uh, chemical fertilizers, particularly nitrogen. And so all those have gone to play a role in, in what people are, are describing as wheat sensitivities, which mostly is blamed on gluten. Gluten is a um, protein which makes up most of the protein in the wheat. And it, for bread wheat, it allows the, um, um, the dough as it's rising to capture um, bubbles of carbon dioxide, which are a product of fermentation going on in the, in the dough. And the more uh, elasticity those gluten molecules have, the more air that they can capture, the higher the bread will rise and the more loaves of bread that can be produced by um, a given amount of, of wheat or flour. And, of course, the bakers love this. So they were really uh, pushing the plant breeders to make um, plants or breed plants, breed for wheat that was um, higher and higher in gluten, or, or at least the gluten in it was stronger in and able to hold more air. So that was the beginning of the problem. Um, a continuation of the problem was by the bakers cutting down their fermentation process using a fast-rising yeast, which no longer um, pre-digested that gluten or other proteins or starch uh, complexes in the, in the dough, but only had time to digest the sugar that they added to produce the gas to rise the bread, and then in the oven it went, and they could produce much more bread in a day's run. Uh, or several several runs in a day that way. And if you contrast that to longer fermentations, especially with sourdough, you know, sourdough fermentations of 48 hours will destroy 97% of all the gluten in that dough. And that, mm-hmm. for some people, is, is more than enough of pre-digestion to enable them to eat that bread without any difficulty at all. Mm-hmm. Um, we certainly have another aspect with uh, glyphosate now um, being a, uh, it's a very commonly used herbicide, and it's starting to show up more and more in flowers and in grain than in the flour and then in the bread products. And that disrupts um, a certain metabolic pathways found in plants, but also found in bacteria. And even though the makers say, oh, it doesn't hurt, hurt human cells, which, um, and the jury's still out on that, I think, but it's not as obvious as human cells, at least, but it certainly does disrupt bacteria. And we have more... Um, uh, bacterial cells in our gut and then all the rest of our human cells in our whole body. And, mm-hmm. and when they're uh, disrupted or or um, have trouble because of um, this herbicide, even traces of it in the bread, we start to have um, digestive problems just based on that. And so there's mm-hmm. several uh, factors that are playing a role in this gluten and wheat sensitivities. Mm-hmm. And, and in the beginning when this started, Bob, didn't... Uh, you know, bread makers and, uh, you know, farmers, uh, even the chemical companies, didn't they begin to notice that people were having um, negative reactions to the gluten when they started shifting, or did it take time to build those negative reactions? Well, in the very beginning, um, we were 25 years ago, let me say it this way, or 30 years ago when we started to, have people comment to us that uh, the ancient wheat that we were marketing under the Kamut brand, um, Kamut brand ancient wheat, they were able to eat even though they were not able to eat modern wheat. When I went to uh, major universities and tried to find researchers that would help me um, do some studies and, and understand what's going on and what the difference was, most of them poo-pooed the idea. and They said, if people think that they're having wheat sensitivities with one wheat and not another, that's all in their head. And they mm. really dismissed it out of hand. And even mm-hmm. today, many um, mainline wheat breeders and uh, leaders in the field do not accept uh, the idea that we have a problem with modern wheat. They just do not accept it. And wow. they are in denial. And yep. that's been a little bit of a, of a um, that's been problematic of really addressing the problem. It's like the alcoholic who, who claims he doesn't have a drinking problem. Unless you, mm-hmm. unless you recognize you have a problem, you're never going to do anything to... Um, um, work on it or solve it. And that's yes. really yeah. still are with several places. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> is that putting profit over our health, basically? I mean, they're so profit-driven that they're blind to what's really happening? Well, the whole the whole drivers, of course, are in, in, in the food industry, well, in all industries, but particularly it's been problematic in the food industry is for cheap food. And, mm-hmm. um, and that cheapness is also, yeah. um, because of the way it's set up, the extracted nature of 
chemical companies extracting great profits out of out of the heartland of America, out of farm communities. They're making the money. The farmers aren't making any money. They're right. they're one of the um, um, uh, casualties, really, of this cheap food system because they're mm-hmm. not giving it given enough uh, money to even make a living anymore growing this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the bread, as I mentioned, the, the bakers are all interested in increasing efficiency, and so they can make more money by making uh, quicker and uh, more loaves of bread quick, more quickly from less wheat. So they're extracting um, in an artificial way the value of this um, of this great food, and that's mm-hmm. part of the problem. That, um, and, and, and once that train gets started, no one wants to really stop it or change it. They just want to keep going because it's really propelled by the people who are, have the most to lose and are making the most right now. And that's yeah. Yeah. Um, the agrochemical system. Yeah, and, and that's and we see this reflected all down the line. I mean, really, it, when you think about it, um, the, the food aspect of, of our life, leads to everything else um mm-hmm. you know leads to the, the you know that a, a certain economy run in a certain way essentially you know leads to the preeminence of the oil industry uh and and then of course as health starts to degenerate um our health organizations uh, have moved toward you know, embracing these problems of cancer, et cetera, and, you know, organize around that. And it's almost like you hate to find the cure. And the cure that we found was actually in, in the, you know, a natural approach that really was centered around food, you know, what you put mm-hmm. in your body. And mm-hmm. it was, you know, centered around nutrition. <clears throat> and we could organize around that. But like you say, that train is running and it's hard to stop a train. Um, but at any rate, <clears throat> I, I wanted you to share some of your experience um, with uh, this sort of holistic approach because, as you said, if you isolate one area, you know, and just say, well, it's all about gluten, that's not the whole story. It's also about the soil <laughs> and it's about, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and it's about the strains of foods that we do right. and how they're produced. And, so- and, the, and we've also had this huge loss of nutrient value uh, show up in our foods because our soils are so Yeah, it's depleted. not there. The, the plants can't take up what no. isn't in the soil. But what's so fascinating to me, uh, Bob, and and I'm going to take us to the break on this and then we'll get into it because I know that we want to talk to you about ancient wheat, etc. Um, but what's so fascinating to me is common sense. It seems like we do not apply <laughs> common sense when it comes to to making money, that common sense would tell you that when you pollute something with chemicals, there's going to be an end result that is not going to be that for us. In other words, the end result is not going to be something that supports our health or supports the health of the soil. It would, it would, common sense would tell you that if you're going to pour poison on something, it's going to deteriorate, yeah, and it's yeah. going to something <laughs> negative is going to happen that could be very yeah, destructive. Yeah, you kill you kill your market in the long run. It may have a yeah. short run gain, yes. but you're and killing so, your market. Um, when yeah. we come back, you're going to address common sense, and then we want to talk about ancient wheat and what the difference is and how we can all benefit. We're here with Bob Quinn. He wrote a book with Liz Carlisle called Grain by Grain, and we'll be back after these messages. Everyone's raving about the newest botanical superstar hitting the store shelves nationwide. Hemp-derived cannabidiol, or CBD, has been receiving a lot of attention for its tremendous promise on human health. Plus, CBD Oil by CV Sciences is the trusted brand setting the standards in this newly emerging category of plant-based extracts, offering a variety of hemp-derived CBD oil products that you can count on. In order to make the highest quality CBD oil products available, it is important to manage every step of the supply chain process, from seed to shelf. That's why, from harvesting our EU-certified hemp seeds, to laboratory testing for quality and safety, to producing our exceptional line of products, we are committed to going the extra mile. It is our commitment to you. Join the CBD evolution. 
ask your local natural health retailer about Plus CBD oil products by CB Sciences today. Follow us on Facebook and learn more at pluscbdoil.com. Today, more than ever, new technology is being created to help humankind. But few address subtle energy, which is the energy of life we refer to as consciousness. A new company, Focus Life Force Energy Innovations, has created this technology and made it affordable to all of us. What makes this technology different is it can focus subtle life force energy on our property and everything within it. It can also be attached to a mobile object, such as a cell phone, so the energy goes with you. The benefit of this energy includes better sleep, an enhanced feeling of well-being, boosts natural healing ability, more joy, mitigation of electromagnetic energy, and much, much more. Oh, and hey, don't forget to apply for a 15-day free trial with no strings attached. Go to ConsciousTalk.net and click on the Conscious Partners at the top of the homepage and drop down to Focused Life Force Energy. Experience the difference Focused Life Force Energy gives you. You're listening to Conscious Talk, where everything that happens to you transforms into everything is for you. It's a new year and full of hope and enthusiasm for a new beginning. You're thinking about going back to the gym. Well, the problem is every year it's the same thing. Exercise gets harder because your muscles get tired faster than you remember. And then the next day, you're so sore you can hardly move. Well, that's what Power PH with BioPH was designed to deal with. The active ingredient, BioPH, helps remove the acids your muscles form while exercising, giving you a better workout. Then you'll be amazed on how PowerPH relieves soreness the next day, so you'll feel inspired to continue your exercise program into the year instead of giving up after a few attempts. PowerPH was clinically tested by competitive athletes who found both their performance and recovery greatly enhanced. If PowerPH with BioPH works for them, it will work for you too. Granted unique dietary ingredient status by the FDA, BioPH is the most bioavailable alkalizing ingredient we know of. Testing showed that in just five days, PowerPH reduced body acid 53% on average while reducing inflammation and aiding in the uptake of beneficial nutrients. Discover the difference Power PH can make in your life. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Discover the power of higher pH. Your body will thank you. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey, welcome back, folks. We are uh, here today on Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference, talking with our special guest, Bob Quinn. He wrote a book that was co-authored by Liz Carlisle called Grain by Grain, A Quest to Revive Ancient Wheat, Rural Jobs, and Healthy Food. And Bob is actually going to be where do you Yeah, uh, you know, we're always talking about how we are all connected, and, you know, that is literally uh, so. You know, we're connected to our food system, to our brothers and sisters in the country, even though we're living in the city, but the country's coming to the city on May 16th. Bob is going to be talking at the Forum at Town Hall, which is uh, 1119 8th Avenue in Seattle. Um, tickets are only $5, so and the doors open at 6.30 p.m. So check it out. You can go to the townhallseattle.org website. You know, just go to their events. You'll find it May 16th. We're going to put it up in the event section of ConsciousTalk.net. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to really want to hear Bob in person. Yes. And, and Bob, before we went to break, I spoke about common sense, and that's kind of, kind of gone out the door because greed seems to be overriding every 
uh, thing in this country. And, you know, you said it isn't just the chemical companies. It's, um, you know, uh, the whole chain, chain, right down the wire of people making a lot of money, not the farmers, but corporations making a lot of money after, you know, uh, distorting our food and disrupting our health, etc. And we are not a health care country. We are a sick care country. So I want to talk a little bit about ancient seeds. What did you learn about ancient seeds? And are there any still around? And is this what you're using? Yes, mostly. That's right, brother. We uh, started with an ancient wheat. Um, but <clears throat> we come to understand that um, most heirlooms and um, Old varieties that haven't been really modified much by significant breeding probably are going to fall in this classification where they have generally a higher nutrition than uh, modern um, developed uh, varieties that are focusing on just high yield. And anytime you focus just on one aspect and if it has to do nothing with nutrition, a lot of times you're, you're going to be losing some nutrition just um, as, it, as it goes to the, by the wayside when you're focusing on other aspects in your breeding program. It, you know, what we int- found was that people started telling us, well, they couldn't eat wheat anymore. Uh, they yeah. could mm-hmm. eat our ancient grain that we were marketing under the Kamut um, uh, brand. And um, we really wanted to know and understand why that was the case. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't really find any partners in America that wanted to or would take seriously this question. And so we ended up in Italy with um, uh, folks, uh, research team from the University of Bologna and another from the University of Florence, uh, Medical Research Hospital. And we compared ancient and modern wheat first with a rat study, and, and this, that uncovered some very surprising aspects. We saw that the ancient grain had a higher um, antioxidant capacity, which we expected because we knew it had higher, it was higher selenium, which is a strong antioxidant. It just mm-hmm. took it up more preferentially for the soil than modern wheat did. But what was very unexpected and a very big surprise was that the grain was uh, produced a, a um, significant difference in inflammation. It really was lowering inflammation. It was anti-inflammatory. Mm. And when we discovered this, and knowing that inflammation is tied to all chronic disease, we immediately then shifted our research a focus to chronic disease in, in human um, trials, human clinical studies, using um, volunteers that had heart disease or irritable bowel syndrome, diabetes, uh, non-alcoholic fatty liver syndrome, and even fibromyalgia. And um, the results of these have been so consistent, and they're all published in in very reputable um, journals that are well-known through Europe and North America and through the world, actually. But um, we've seen 30 to 45 percent difference in just the inflammatory or lack of inflammation or decrease in inflammation from a diet of modern wheat compared to ancient wheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we've seen also um, decreases in blood sugar and uh, in, um, uh, blood, or, uh, in insulin in the blood, in insulin resistance, in um, cholesterol, and increases wow. in, in, in minerals such as magnesium and zinc and calcium in the blood. So it's quite, it's quite a nice uh, package and it's it's very consistent. We're trying to get some interest here in America to duplicate this on a broader basis with other other wheats and both modern and heritage and ancient. Mm. You know, one of the things just where the rubber meets the road, um, uh, organically produced and the ancient um, uh, wheat strains that you're talking about, the bread that you eat from them, uh, it, it tastes better. I mean, ah, have that's it, a really, it, yes, yes, and, and, that's a and people point. have to notice that. <laughs> yes, and it's very interesting that well, we don't have an easy assay for nutrition in our food production, and that's one of the, the, the probably the roadblocks of really opening up the floodgates to uh, breeding for nutrition and processing for nutrition because there's not a really easy assay for it. But the truth is that. The aromas and the flavors that you experience in food and, and, and bread, we're talking about right now in particular, um, have a basis in um, secondary metabolites that the plant produces that are found in then those uh, final products. And those are often polyphenols and other related compounds, which are strong antioxidants and strong players in 
um, and reducing inflammation, being anti-inflammatory. And so by the very aromas and flavors that you're tasting are indications that that food has a higher level of, of these secondary metabolites which are good for your health. Yeah, well, ho- we're going to follow through with that when we come back. We're here with Bob Quinn. We're talking about grain by grain. We'll be back after these messages. Millions just like you suffer from urinary conditions like overactive bladder, urgency, frequency, and infection. You want to avoid antibiotics and go natural, but you just can't drink the amount of cranberry needed to move the problem on. Urinary Tract Rescue with BioPH is the perfect solution. This formula combines the concentrated phytochemicals of cranberry with BioPH, a highly alkalizing ingredient. Urinary Tract Rescue repels urinary infections in two ways. The concentrated phytochemicals in the cranberry help prevent bacteria from clinging to tissue, while BioPH increases the bioavailability of cranberry and reduces the acid level in urine that irritates the tissue and allows for infection in the first place. Stop suffering. Rescue yourself with Urinary Tract Rescue. You'll find Urinary Tract Rescue at Vitamin Life in Redmond or online at vitaminlife.com. For more information, go to powersofph.com. This is Conscious Talk, where zero point is the point of it all. You buy organic, you wash your veggies, you try to avoid processed foods, you even use natural plant-based pesticides, but still worried about exposure to toxins? Every day, your liver is hard at work detoxifying your body from such present-day health risks as environmental toxins, unhealthy food and beverages, and medications we take. How can you help your liver? For starters, increase your glutathione levels. Glutathione is the body's primary antioxidant and helps your liver detoxify. As we age, glutathione levels go down, making us all vulnerable to a buildup of toxins. RegActive Detox and Liver Health helps rev up glutathione levels, assisting and supporting your liver to naturally cleanse and detoxify. Backed by over 20 years of published research, RegActive contains ME3, a patented probiotic proven to stimulate our body's own production of glutathione to help your liver maximize its detoxification process. Support your healthy liver today. Be proactive. Choose RegActive. RegActive Detox and Liver Health is available online. Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150. Ed, welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And hey, we're in a, um, a real, I should say, down-to-earth conversation with uh, Bob Quinn. He is the co-author with Liz Carlisle of a book called Grain by Grain. It's a quest to revive ancient wheat, rural jobs, and healthy food. And uh, Bob, you are the, um, for us, you're... You're the demonstration of what holism is all about, that we have to look at things as systems um, and, you know, not break them down to their smallest parts and then try to extrapolate health from that. Um, Food being, you know, a huge thing, but also what you're talking about is um, how to revive rural areas with jobs. You know, it's not just healthy food. It's also you're involved with biofuels and and uh, alternative, quote, alternative energy, you know, wind power, et cetera. So is this the hope for, for uh, you know, saving the planet, so to speak? And, and, the, future, and the future yeah. of our food? Yeah. Well, uh, you, you hit it right on the head earlier when you mentioned about um, – looking at the whole systems approach um, with agriculture in recent decades, we have been looking at an extraction approach where we extract from the rural community all the raw materials and all the value of that goes out um, out in the trucks, out in the trains, and it leaves. And um, the result is that um, nobody eats what they grow anymore, or very few communities eat um, products of the local community. They ship everything out and, and sell it um, wholesale, and then they ship it all the processed stuff back and buy it retail. And mm-hmm. um, this has created an um, economic crisis in most of rural America, which mm-hmm. is causing uh, collapse of Main Street, and many Main Street businesses are going out because the farmers, uh, many of the farmers have gone broke and left, no longer can support them. And now the... Um, uh, the group that's left isn't able to support the the, uh, the, the community the way it once did, mm-hmm. and yeah. so this is a problem that if we really need to reevaluate this whole system and and try to bring um, some 
more of, of the uh, production back to rural America, um, produce food for, for regional areas rather than for uh, one end of the country producing for the other end, um, and having such a concentration and consolidation of, of manufacturing and food production and processing into, into just enormous areas that are then spread out to, um, to feed other parts of the world or the country. You know, uh, what, what you're really talking about, uh, Bob, in, in reviving all this and speaking to farmers, what kind of uh, response are you getting? Because this is a grassroots movement, which means it starts at the bottom, which is what is happening to most things in this country. We have to because our government and big business is hand in hand with keeping things the way they are. What kind of response are you getting? Well, I'd say very positive. We've been able to increase the population of our little town of Big Sandy. went from 1,000 when I was growing up to about 600 now. We've been able to increase that by about 3.5%. But jobs we've brought in by processing, um, taking products that we grow on our farm, like Ohio Lake uh, safflower, and then crushing it on the farm, producing oil, selling that oil. And now we've added a, a, a snack uh, processing plant right in town in Big Sandy where we take our oil and, and roast our ancient giant wheat in it and sell it as wheat snacks. And, and uh, that's added a few more jobs. And those um, people that are working for us have brought families back. And we're looking at an increase in the school population of close to 15%. So that's yeah. pretty mm-hmm. exciting. And there's it's not just us, but other people are starting to do similar things. We have neighbors down the road that are adding a bee enterprise to their farm where they're selling honey now off their farm and planting some grapes so they want to do a small vineyard. And there's, there's another um, family that's many years in selling um, uh, vine-ripened cantaloupe um, from the prairies of, of northern Montana. And, hmm. and it's just amazing. They come into the stores, and you can smell them in the stores. And even though they're priced at two or three times the cost of the, the um, green cantaloupe from California, nobody, nobody, in this case, buys that cheap food because yep. they get what they pay for, just uh, no taste, mm-hmm. no flavor, no aromas. And they right. can they can taste and smell and and uh, see the difference with vine yes. ripened uh, locally produced stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and look, you see the difference in the land. I, I I know you know you told us you spent time in Italy, et cetera. And I, the thing that always impressed me, I mean, I remember driving through the Central Valley of California, and you can just see how the the land, the actual soil, has degenerated. Uh, the chemicals building up right next to the roads mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. drive by and the irrigation ditches. You go to Italy and you see this beautiful black soil. Rich soil. Th- that they've been working for thousands of years, mm-hmm. and, and yet it's 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 renewed. It's, it's still there. It has nutrient value. So this movement of yours you know what's happening in your small town it's actually saving the land isn't it yes the land really is central you have to have a system that's regenerative and there's a lot of of, uh, hype over regenerative agriculture right now but um, i'm concerned about how many definitions there are of that and in my mind the regenerative has to be tied to organic to make it complete and Organic has to be tied to regenerative to make it complete. So right. you cannot have one without the other and really have a complete picture of mm-hmm. something that can be sustained over the over the centuries. And millennia. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, so what I would say to all of our listeners, um, you know, first of all, read this book, Grain by Grain. Mm-hmm. Understand how we've gotten to where we are uh, and understand that there is a way back. But you do have to affect those people that are affecting the policies, you know, that run this economy and our lives. But, you know, vote with your dollars. Yes. The more organics you buy, the more local you buy. Um, you know, we're now in an area uh, on the peninsula in Washington state where we do have local agriculture and we are supporting it in our little town and we do see people are thriving. Yeah, what's fascinating about living in Port Townsend, Bob, is that Port Port Townsend does not um, allow in big box stores. And so 
Everything here is local. The restaurants are local. Uh, the food is local. The meat is grown, and it's mostly grass-fed beef and lamb, if you like lamb. But, you know, you get organic. Chickens, are they're actually out in the, you know, barnyard, if you will, <laughs> feeding on the land and, and doing what chickens do. Um, we, we mentioned big ag which is, you know, horrible with industrial farming. We know the, tr- the tragedy that, that is in that industrial farming. The animals are treated terribly. Um, it's just such a convoluted way of living. And we're just, we were so excited to have you on the show and present this book and get our listeners to get excited about it. Folks, you can feel better by eating organic and natural, and it tastes good. This whole thing that, you know, natural doesn't taste very good. We've been so addicted to the <laughs> sugars and stuff they put in our food, which has addicted us, Bob. And I think you talk about that in your book. We've been addicted to all these additives they put in food to keep us eating that food, correct? Yes. So what, what I try to do in this book is not just dwell on the negative aspects, which is, and there's plenty of that these days, but to offer people some hope of, of change and solutions and looking at a system of food and production and agriculture and processing where everybody can win not yes. just a certain segment but everybody wins starting yes. with the farmer and ending up with the health of the consumer of absolutely the absolutely yeah. well folks if you're interested <clears throat> in learning more you can attend the uh forum at the town hall which is in seattle and that's coming up on may 16th at 6 30 p.m the tickets are five dollars you can go to townhallseattle.org forward slash well just go to events events and then, and then you'll it. look yeah. up uh, liz carlisle and uh bob quinn and yeah. we want to thank you so much bob and also please thank liz for us for doing this work you're doing in the world for writing the book and doing all the work you are to educate everyone we really appreciate it thanks for thank uh, joining much. us today you're welcome thank you so much you. you're welcome and folks as always thank you have a beautiful day and we'll see all of you next time right here on Conscious Talk. What if you could be your own healer? Well, you can unleash your natural healing abilities with the AIM program of energetic balancing. This exciting new spiritual technology has been featured in best-selling books like Natural Cures and in Dr. Wayne Dyer's There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. The AIM program of energetic balancing allows you to heal yourself 24 hours a day from anywhere in the world. More than 60,000 people have experienced the AIM program of energetic balancing. The novel sanctuary, The Path to Consciousness, walks you through one's journey of self-healing with this spiritual technology. To learn more about energetic self-healing, you can order The Novel Sanctuary today by calling 877-500-3622 or request a free AIM information kit. Call 877-500-3622 or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. If you're on a journey from head to heart, then you're listening to Conscious Talk. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855.